A lot of times people think that I'm a biologist or, you know, involved with wildlife and stuff, and, and I'm not, I'm a hairdresser. Stylized red ringlets fall cropped around Sherry's face, and her lips shine with ruby lipstick. I always say if we can do it, anybody can do it. I'm just a person that has always cared about wildlife. Sherry Tippy does care about wildlife, but saying just is an understatement. Over the past 28 years, she has saved over 1,000 beaver from death. She moved them from places where landowners treated them as pests to degraded watersheds in need of their engineering skill. Through beaver, Sherry transformed ecosystems across the Colorado Plateau, for their stick and mud dams raise water tables and bring back perennial streams, riparian habitat, and wetland meadows. It all started on an average afternoon 28 years ago. One day, I was scrubbing my floor in Capitol Hill. There was a story came on TV how this, they'd hired a trapper in the city of Aurora to kill beaver for taking down trees at a golf course. And I thought, oh boy, here we go again. These beaver are gonna be killed for doing what they do naturally. The Colorado Division of Wildlife at the time said, you gotta kill them because there's no place to put them. We've got beaver all over the state. And I thought, I've been up the mountains a lot. I've never really seen any beaver. Sherry decided to take action so these beavers wouldn't be killed, even though beaver were not of particular interest to her. I knew they had flat tails and made dams, and that, that was about it. More grandiose creatures, such as mountain lions and wolves, were her real passion. But she decided to help the beaver anyway. I thought initially that all I would have to do is find a place to put the beaver. The Division of Wildlife could live trap and relocate them. And that would be that. I'd feel warm and fuzzy, and I could say, hey, I, I saved some beaver. Rocky Mountain National Park agreed to take the beaver, but it turned out that the Colorado Division of Wildlife was unwilling to do much of anything. So in addition to finding a new home for the beaver, Sherry decided to transport and live trap them herself. All she needed from the division were the physical traps. Like I said, I'm a hairdresser, but I'm not a dumb hairdresser. So I took the media with me when I went to the division to ask to borrow their traps. So they'd look like jerks if they didn't let me borrow them. And this guy brought out the big traps and they were in boxes. Our division of wildlife didn't live trap a lot of anything. And he had them, put them on the ground and I'm thinking, holy shit, these things are big. And I look at him, I'm trying to be cool because I'm a hairdresser. And I said, you want to run through this with me? And he puts his hand on my shoulder and he goes, you'll figure it out. And I did, because I'm a woman and didn't throw away the instructions that came with the trap. Sherry went out and set up the traps to catch the beaver. That very first night, she caught two. And now because Sherry was not a biologist, she was a sexy 20-something-year-old with feathered 80s hair and a cropped belly shirt. She didn't wear gloves or protective gear, and she didn't move the beaver from the trap directly to a carrying cage. Instead, she reached into the trap and pulled 40 pounds of wild animal out in her arms and planted a wet kiss on top of the beaver's head. Honey, you have never felt soft till you've touched a beaver's ears. Oh my gosh. Sherry fell in love with these first two beavers. She let them ride loose in the back of her beat-up red car and brought them to her apartment where they roamed around freely. And of course, she took every opportunity to kiss and cuddle them. 
After she parted with the beaver, she started reading everything she could about the creatures. What she discovered pushed mountain lions and wolves to the back burner. Beaver became her real passion. Beaver are called a keystone species. 85% of all wildlife at some point in their lives depend on the habitats beaver create. They can improve water quality. They, they, they can help stop soil erosion. I believe they're the most important wildlife species we have if you live in the West. She realized that we really needed beaver and here we were killing them as if they were pests. Beavers are important because of water and the American West needs water. With climate change, the Southwest is getting warmer and drier. Hundreds of years of overgrazing and overallocating water have left many western watersheds severely degraded and vulnerable. Streams that used to flow perennially now sit parched half the summer. When water does come, it often roars by in flash floods, sweeping away vegetation and disappearing downstream, moving too swiftly to renew thirsty roots or replenish dwindling groundwater. But beaver won't settle for a waterless ecosystem. They build dams that catch floods, allowing water to finger out over the land, stimulating plant growth and replenishing depleted aquifers. Beavers heal ecosystems, but still, many people regard them as pests. Most people don't know squat about these animals. I've had people say, well, you gotta get rid of these beaver, they're gonna eat my fish. No, beaver don't eat fish. Well, they're gonna take down all my trees. Well, yeah, they'll take down some trees, but trees and beaver have evolved over thousands of years together. And unless you have a golf course mentality, want a tree here, bush here, flowers here, it should really be okay. Over time, Sherry got more and more calls from people who wanted to get rid of their beaver, but didn't want them killed. I'm moving the beaver. The Division of Wildlife didn't say I couldn't. They didn't have a lot of rules and regulations. Now they do, but back then it was sort of like a free spirit thing. Sherry also tried to convince people to keep beaver on their land. She worked with landowners on ways to coexist with them, teaching them how to wrap trees to protect them from sharp teeth and how to install flow devices that prevent branches from blocking culverts. Sherry didn't start out with a grand plan. She simply followed her heart in one small action and it led her down a path of transforming whole ecosystems Beaver medicine, Sherry called it. Trying to address climate change can seem like a daunting task, but maybe it doesn't require finding the perfect solution. Maybe addressing climate change can look more like Sherry and the beaver. One small act of compassion leading to another and compounding until they have far-reaching effects. The thing is, people, we need more hairdressers doing this. For National Public Lands Radio, I'm Marika Wynan.